Blog Talk Radio.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank God for another Monday morning, another week ending, and another week beginning. We're grateful unto him. He's almighty God. Hallelujah. And he have all power. And there's no higher power. I don't care what go on, who's doing it, who's not doing it. God is real. And he's the God of all power, Jehovah. And if we can have faith and trust him and have the patience, he's working it out for us right now, right now. But we must believe this morning. Thank God. Thank God. He woke us up this morning, closed in our right mind. We had a mind to seek Jesus. We had a mind to come to Jesus in the morning as a group here, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. As a group to give God the first fruit of our day right here. And so we're so thankful for what he gave us, Jesus in the morning. Hallelujah. I'm so grateful unto him. I'm so thankful for this because early morning we come together. Yeah, thanking him. We come to hear what he has to say to us today. And I know many times uh, people feel like, well, uh, she's the speaker. Uh, she's the host of that show. But let me tell you something. God, speak to me first. I, I, I get that word before you get it. Yeah. And once he gives it to me, I'm responsible for it. I'm responsible to live it daily. Yeah. Striving for perfection. Uh, Got to get my mind more right for him and on him. Somebody told me last night, I don't see no problems with you. Yeah, you don't. But this is the thing. I must please God, not man. Yeah, there's a lot more that, that that's coming up for me to do. Yeah, I, I yet have coming up to do in Jesus. Hallelujah. And I'm working on that thing. I'm working on it. I'm reminded of it, and I'm working on doing it through him. Oh, yeah, who have all power. Hallelujah. Welcome to Jesus in the morning. I'm your host, Evangelist Barbara Pittman of Freedom Doors Ministries, and I come to you live each weekday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And today is May, May the 1st, 2023. We're five months and one day yet into this new year. We're still into this new year. Yeah, we never saw 2023 before. Hallelujah. And so we're thankful. This morning, I want to ask the intercessors uh, to touch and agree with me today. I got back from the prison yesterday at my dinner and was about to go and relax. Yeah, I was about to do me some relax that may have, you know, fallen off into a, a good Sunday afternoon nap. And uh, I get the phone call from my niece, my oldest brother. He has two twin daughters. Well, he has, you know, five children, but two twin daughters. And these twins come up in the house with me ever since they were six months old. And they left when they turned 18. But uh, she called me and uh, screaming and, and telling me that the great-great-nephew was killed. I'm like, what? So she really couldn't explain everything. So her daughter got the phone with my, my great, great, well, my great niece, and she explained to me what had happened. So 
I jumped in some more clothes and jumped in the truck and ran over to the scene. When I got there, so many of my family members were standing in the road together, you know what I'm saying, together. I saw people that I hadn't seen in quite a while. And I was like, what is, but I want to share this this morning. We're going to pray, but I want to share this, and we're going to talk about it. When you don't have feelings, when, when, when you are pushed you, where you feel like it, you feel like you pushed into a position uh, where you got to win. You, you, you feel you're pushed into a position because of what somebody said, even what somebody done. And you got to be the winner. You got to come out on top and let people know, uh, I'm not the one. I'll do this and I'll do that to you. And do it. And do it. No feelings. No feelings. No thoughts. No thoughts. I got a video from a young man. I mean, of a young man. He's got to be about, I want to say, 18 years old. He's in prison because, see, they consider him an adult. He is in prison with, let's say, a life sentence because 50 years, you 18, 50 years later, he may be dead and gone. And he's sitting in 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 his uh, prison cell, and he's talking about, he don't think he can do 50. He don't think he can take it. Before you make a move, you got to think. You, you can't just jump out and do something because the consequences of your actions, whether you feel you can do it or not, you're going to do it. Sometimes the consequences of your action, you end up dead. Yeah, sometimes the consequences of your action, you're tortured by because they put you on death row and they set you there and you got to wait and wait and wait. And all that waiting, a man or woman can change. And right at 10 years, they come and snatch you out that cell and give you lethal injection. If the electric chair is still intact, in, in, in they put you in the chair and elect, electrocute you to death. Because of your actions. You didn't think before you reacted. You reacted, then now later on you can think about it. It's too late. You can't undo what's been done. And although you gave your life to Christ, if you reap it to the flesh, I mean, you sow it to the flesh, you're going to reap it. If you sow it to the spirit, you're going to reap it to the spirit. But I see many times the new wave, new age, uh, uh, new way people, they have no feelings. Nobody raised them in love. Yeah. Amen, Sion. We cannot let our emotions rule us. It will put us in a bad place. Many times it put them in places they, they can never get out of. Some people in prison for life. I don't care how much they change, how they change, where they change that. It could be for the Muslim movement. It could be for uh, the Christian. It, it could be for anything. You, you, you can't get out of that place. You're there forever. 
until you die. Yeah. Now we know if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things passed away, and behold, all things become new. And you're in a prison living your life unto Christ, but guess what? The key won't be turned for you. Many times God has spoken. Many times God has come. I had another nephew, the same grandmother, her son. Everybody going to him to talk to him about the way he's living. The way he's living, everybody, even me. God sent me. And look, when God sent me, I know this boy loved me. Ever since he was a little boy, they would be at my house, and he would get in trouble downstairs and run upstairs and jump in the bed with me. And I said, what's going on? They're trying to uh, punish me down there. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> and the back of my arm <laughs> was thick, and he used to like to feel on the back of my arm. But listen. The enemy had come and snatched his mind. He wanted to be in the world and of the world. And he wanted to be a gangster. And look, this is what happened. The devil killed him. The devil used someone to kill him. And two days later, the person that killed him, the police killed them. He didn't come up like that. He didn't come up a murderer. He didn't come up a dope boy. He didn't come up mean and evil. He didn't come up like that. But once he became of age, he made his choice. And once he made that choice and God sent help for him, he refused to help. When I was talking to him about the Lord, he was looking around like he was looking for somebody to show up on the scene. Look at me, I said, oh, no, that's not the great nephew I know. This boy gone. We can pray all we want to unless these people want to make changes. Our children, grandchildren, uh, uh, cousins, nephews, nieces, who aunts, uncles, unless they want to come to God and make some changes, there's nothing we can do about it. This is the honest truth. For the last two weeks, he's been on my heart. And I look at the picture and I would go on. But this is what it was coming to. Yeah. I couldn't cry. I couldn't scream. God has it all in control. Talk to the dad. I couldn't talk to the mama. She, she just destroyed, you know. The, the rescue people got to come and revive her and all this the grandmama, they got the, I sent the people over there, the, the paramedics to go over there and check her blood pressure and things. She's so upset. We love our loved ones. I don't care good, bad, or ugly. We love them because they belong to us, our families. And when something like this happens, when I tell you it'll destroy a mother, it, 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 it'll destroy a grandmother. It, it hurt aunts and uncles and, and first cousins and second cousins. It, it, it hurt a family real bad. Because at Thanksgiving, you're not there. At Christmas, you're not there. Your birthday come, you're not there. 
because of what has happened. So intercessors, I need y'all to pray for my family. Keep us lifted in prayer. And uh, I know it's going to be all right. God have it yet in control. And he knew what was happening. He knew what was going on. We may not have known, but God knew. And so I accept what he allowed. I'm better off anyway. Some people say, oh, she hard, yeah, when it comes to the things of God. <laughs> yeah, I'm better off anyway accepting what Almighty God allowed. God didn't wake up yesterday and uh, not know what was going to happen throughout the day. And the wind was so high yesterday. I was on the freeway, on the interstate. It was pushing my truck. I had another thing happen yesterday that I found out. I won't. I can repeat that here. That I found out happened, and I was just shocked at it. Really, I shouldn't have been, but I was because I, I never expected this out of a person. Mm-hmm. But God was just showing me. I, I stopped to get some gas after I had come back from. I'm uh, going over there to see about my my, my nephew, grandmama, and, and, and the mama. I was pumping gas in the truck, and the wind was about to blow me down. I'm a thick girl. You can't just push me and I'm going to fall. That wind, I had to move my feet. My feet were just, I was like, what kind of wind? Yeah, it was blowing really bad. And before I left home, I didn't know it. I come straight out the house into the truck open the garage door and straight out the garage into the street. And that thing was pushing the truck. And I said, oh, I, I might need to stop and have this tire checked. So I thought it was a tire. No, it was the wind that strong yesterday. Yeah. God is faith. He give us what we need. He blow away what needs to be blown away. Yeah. And so we thank him this morning and no matter what happens, we can't leave him. I, I mean, you can if you choose to, but we shouldn't want to leave him because something has happened in the earth. Yeah. Now, we're going to accept what he allowed and stay with him and let him lead and guide us in the right path for his name's sake. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's yet alive. He's not dead. We don't serve a dead God. We have a risen Savior. Uh, the, the grave couldn't hold him. Death couldn't keep him. Hallelujah. And so we're thankful unto him this morning. Listen, we're going to pray the prayer of faith. And uh, after prayer, we're coming back uh, with another song. And uh, this morning, we are going to find uh, a scripture as the Lord leading God. But listen, our topic today, we are saying all we can do is try. Well, what you talking about, Father? All we can do is try to win souls for God. All we can do is try for the lost. Try for those who refuse even to come to God. Try to continue to try. He said if he be lifted up, he'll draw all men, but we got to lift him up. And out of all the churches in Jacksonville, now, I, I, I do see the Latter-day Saints out. I see the Jehovah Witnesses out. And I'm not saying the people of God from, from certain 
uh, areas don't go out. I just don't see them, maybe. But I don't see people at the jail witnessing when someone has been released. Uh, I don't see people at the jail praying for the administration of the jail and the inmates in jail. And, you know, we could do it on the outside of the prison on the street. You don't have to go down to the actual prison doors because they're going to put you away from that. But on the street where the prison is, as close as possible, we could get together and go pray. I mean, crying out to the Lord. David said, I cried unto the Lord, and he heard my cry. I'm not talking about going out there just murmuring some words. I'm talking about actually getting together and crying to the Lord. In areas where we know it's bad, get together and go and cry out unto the Lord. But everybody want to be inside the building shining. Yeah. Everybody want to be inside uh, being the greatest, who got the most members, who got the baddest television broadcast. Foolishness, foolishness, foolishness. That is not God. That's the heart of man. But if we really come together and we really mean business, we'll come together. I don't. I can't help it that you chose the Baptist church. That don't have nothing to do with me. What you choose. By your own belief, you'll be saved. Not mine and mine not yours. I can't help it that you believe in, a, that you believe in being Methodist. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? I can't help it that you chose Catholic or whatever else you chose. But we see the condition of the world. And again, this morning, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive the sins and heal the land. If we could come together, Baptist, Methodist, whoever you are. If you want to change in the world. Prayer changes things. I'm a living witness. And if we come together, praying that prayer of faith, crying out to God, things will change. But we need to come together. I ain't going to build it all day long where it's other believers like me and we feel like we're safe because we're in a building. But I feel like I'm safe when I'm in the street. When I'm witnessing on the street, I'm, I'm just as safe as if I was in a building. Matter of fact, I'm safer because I'm out doing the will of him that sent me. He wished that none should perish. He loved. So if I go out in love and in faith and in trust in God, I know he's going to do it because he's going to give me what to give the person. They will even feel the spirit of the Lord. They know I've got to make change, a change right now. I feel the presence of God. There's got to be God. I never felt this before. So we need to gird up the lawns of our hearts and minds and let the spirit of God move us in the right direction. Some of us, we've gotten too old to do anything. Now we don't want to do nothing. We just want to sit back and Ask God for all we want and all we need. That's all we want to do, but we don't want to get up and work for him. Because this is the way we treat people. 
See, we get all we can out of someone, but we're not going to give them nothing. Give them. Oh, no, they love to pray and ask God for what they need. I need this for myself. But the scriptures say he loves a cheerful giver. The scripture says go in the hedges and highways and, and, and preach the gospel. Compel men to come in. Uh-uh. You can't do nothing but phone ministry. Do phone ministry. And don't turn it into a gossip section. But some of us, we just too selfish uh, to give God anything. Oh, we'll, we'll give some praise and we'll give him some prayers sometimes because we want what he got. We want what we know he can deliver. But in place, it, it, we're just not cheerful givers. We want to receive more than we give. He said it's more blessed to give than to receive. See, the world is backwards. God is the one that's forward. So we've been in the world and we've been taught uno numero. We've been taught, number one, self-presentation. The devil is a fool and a liar. You got to love. Not like the world taught you to love, but you got to love like Jesus. He don't make no excuses. And we got to get up from sitting down and working to the Lord and stop sitting around wanting this and wanting that and wanting everything from God, but we're not doing nothing. He called you out of darkness into this marvelous light. Is there anything too hard for God? The question has been asked. What is our answer? Many of us will say, yeah, yes, nothing too hard for God. No, ain't nothing too hard. But listen. Your behavior shows you think it is because you won't get up from sitting down and go obey God. You won't go see about your enemy. You won't love your enemy. You just want to do for you and your children. And then another thing, grandchildren, you want to make people uh, see you as something great when you're the worst thing since life bread. You ain't doing nothing for nobody. But you want the world to look at you and think you've got the greatest children, you're the greatest mom, you're the greatest dad, you all of this. When you go to work, you, you, you're just so, uh, you know, you're just so better than everybody. And people should be flocking at your feet. The devil is a fool and a liar. And the ending of it is destruction. I'm just telling you the truth this morning. I can't put my grandchildren before other people's grandchildren. They love their grandchildren like I love mine. I can't put my children before other people's children. They love their children like I love my children. I can't thank my children all of that when I know they allow the devil to use them. I'm telling them to use them in a big way, a way I never taught them. Because they look in their eyes appeal to the world. It's like they glued to the world. And whatever the world presents, that's what they want to present. And that's, they want the world to see them as something great in the world that's doing worldly things. The believer, we humble. We, we, we don't broadcast lies. Loud. We, we don't tell all everything unto God that we're doing. A lot of things we go in as a secret agent and get it done. Sometimes we go in as a CIA and get it done and come on out 
and just straighten our clothes up and walk on out like nothing. We did nothing. A lot of times because of people nosing this, they just have to know. They run and find out what's going on. And you know, I, I forget I have enemies. I I forget it. Because I'm not out here talking about I got haters and I got hey, the scripture told you you're gonna have that. They didn't they didn't like him, they didn't love him. What they gonna do for you? So I forget all about that and go on about my business. That's why when somebody don't like me that hate me show up and they need something, I can easily do it. I don't even remember you, you know, you hate on me. I don't remember that. I don't care about that. God has got my back. He's over me, under me, all around me, and it's him that's keeping me alive. But we got to wake up, saints of God, people of God, believers, Christians. We got to wake up and get up from sitting down doing nothing. But waiting on God to bless us. That's all we want. Gimme, gimme, gimme. We talked about it the other day. Ask not what your God can do for you, but ask what is it I can do for my God. In the spirit realm, we never retire. We may not do all we used to do, but we never retire. I could be 99 years old. I'm sure the Lord would bless me to be clothed in my right mind because the harvest is yet plenteous at 99 and the labors are few. I'm yet at 99. I can pray that the Lord of the harvest will send more labors. But even at 99, I know he chose and called me for something. I want to yet talk of his wondrous works and make known his deeds among the people. I saw my dad at 93, still witnessing the people. I would come around and somebody would come with me, a friend or another preacher or somebody. And during this time, I wasn't living nothing. I wasn't living nothing now. But as soon as he saw the other person, he said, hey, they saved. Let's get them saved. Let's, Let's tell them about God at 93. Because we started with Jesus, and we want to go all the way. We want to go all the way in the old age, older than age can be. We want to go all the way into death with him. He's the often finisher of our faith. He's our Lord and Savior. He's our master. He's the one that loves us beyond. See, even parents can love you so far, but God loves us beyond. And guess what? With all he does for us, we should love him. The songwriter says he looked beyond, early morning voice, all my faults and saw my need. Look at him, look at him. We don't deserve a lot of things. Grace and mercy kick in. Love kicks in. Love covers a multitude of sins. So he looked beyond what you've done and yet blesses you. You're still here. We're still here, I should say. Because he's looking beyond what you're doing. He you know the very intent of your heart. We want to come out the world. We're in the world, but we don't want to be of it. This is our workstation. 
This is where we clock in every morning we wake up. We clock in. Get to work. But one day all of the clocking in to work unto God is going to be over. We no longer have to do this. He's already chosen the, the people that's going back with him. They don't need working on them. They already fixed. Apostle Paul said he was going to show us a mystery. In the twinkling of an eye, we would be changed. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. I, I, I'm looking to become a, a totally spiritual being, no physical nothing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray this morning the prayer of faith. And it's not just because of my nephew, but we want to pray the prayer of faith because we want to become real workers unto God. We want to become real, the real people of God that stay with him. We don't want to have no form of godliness and deny the power thereof. He's almighty God and he's got all power. He said what he meant and he meant what he said. And he so loved us, he sent his only begotten son. And if we believe on him, we won't perish, but have everlasting life. Yeah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's pray. Father God, we come before you this morning thanking you for another Monday morning. Thank you for waking us up close in our right minds. We thank you, Lord, that you continue to hold the earth intact. You keep the water from the land, the sun from the land, the moon from the land. You yet changes the seasons, and Father, you bring a new year every year for us. You made us for your pleasure, and when you got done, you said it was good and very good. You love man, hallelujah, in spite of his wicked ways, in spite of his wicked nature, you yet love us. And we thank you this morning for your love, for your love calls grace and mercy to come for us. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Because we're not deserving. <laughs> Even our, all our righteousness is as filthy rags before you, God, because the evil nature. We come from sin and sin that my mother conceived me. Uh, us, oh God, help us this morning to be grateful unto you for everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Help us this morning to understand your ways. And Lord, to walk by faith and not by sight. Help us this morning to have an ear to hear what your spirit is saying to us, the church, and give us a heart and mind to obey in the name of Jesus. We need you today. We want to get right with you. Help us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, we come before you asking that you would bless every household represented here, every family member bless, every friend bless today. Lord, we're believing you. We're trusting you. We don't know no other way. We don't know no one else who have all power. We don't know nobody who love us the way that you love us. Some people don't even like us, God. Help us this morning in the name of Jesus. Mm. Mm. Father, bring those that are sick before you this morning. Touch and heal our bodies. Lord, speak the word in, in, in our bodies. 
have to line up with what you spoke. You made us for your pleasure. You know all about us. You designed us. Hallelujah. You know what a kidney needs to function properly. You know what a heart needs to function proper. Father, you know what a pancreas needs to function proper. You know everything this body needs, God. Move this morning on the need according to your riches and glory. Hallelujah. By your son, Christ Jesus. Move on what the body needs this morning. Each of our bodies. Help us today to eat right. Lord, show us what to eat that will bless these bodies in the name of Jesus. Heal today. You took a beating for the healing of the nation. It's you that heal all manner of sickness and disease. Do it for your glory today in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Father, we come before you asking you today that, Lord, you would speak here. And bless this segment of Jesus in the morning. Father, feed us until we want no more. Lord, let your words trigger our hearts and minds that we desire to get it right with you the more. That, Lord, we want to walk up right before you daily. We want to be great witnesses unto you. We want to talk of your wondrous works and make known your deeds among the people. Lord, we come to here to get right. We don't come to here just to know what's going on. But, God, we come to hear what you got to say so we can live a better life in this old world and before you. Our lives will speak for us in the name of Jesus. Thank you this morning. Bless our prayer requests, widows and bereaved families and intercessory prayer people and Preachers everywhere preaching in the name of Jesus and obedience unto you and love for your people. Bless Israel and prosper Jerusalem. Bless our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere, oh God. Move on their behalf as they come up in faith and trust and patience uh, for you in the name of Jesus. Help us today. Father, we ask that you would bless these United States of America. Unite them again. And let us stand for one God in the name of Jesus. Bless that administration of America this morning. Bless and strengthen our military, O God. Move by your spirit. And Lord, allow people to know it's you. It's nothing great they thought of, nothing great they're doing, but it's you and your love for us as man. Men and women, in the name of Jesus, Father, turn our minds and hearts around that we don't fall for what the enemy is putting out before us, the devil, the demons, God, to help us to keep our eyes on you and to continue to look to the hills from which cometh our help. Father, all our help comes from you. You made the heavens and the earth, and we thank you this morning. Father, we ask it in Jesus' name. Father, we bring Chris into our family before you, the mother's side and the father's side. We bring his children before you this morning. And, Father, we ask that you would strengthen the family in the name of Jesus. Father, let us not lean to our own understanding in this matter, 
But in all our ways concerning this, let us acknowledge you. But Father, you're going to direct our path. Help us not to be wise in our own eyes concerning this situation. But let let us fear you and depart from evil. And Father, let us trust you. Let us keep the faith in you. And let us have the patience to continue on knowing you can have it all in control. Your eyes are in every place. You're beholding the evil and the good. And Lord, help us not to get in our emotions. Help us not to move because of the way we're feeling because this is our loved one and we loved him. We still do love him, God. But Lord, don't, don't, don't let us be involved in foolishness. None of us, you know this family, Help us today, oh God, to see you in everything and accept what you allow. Hey, glory. Ah, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we ask. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you this morning. Can help but thank you. Mm, you're that kind of God. You go beyond. And we thank you this morning. Oh, we bless your holy name. Things could have been so much worse, Lord. Ha. Hey, but thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, uh, yeah. Because look, things could be so much worse. But look at God. He looks beyond. <laughs> All my faults and sorrows, my need, amazing grace, shall always be my song of praise. For it was grace that bought my freedom, my liberty. Them free, he sent his son. I do not know just how he came to love Barbara so. I know today God looks beyond all my faults, and he sees every one of my needs. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you this morning for looking beyond. Hey, our fault yet meets our needs. Lord, again, things could be so much worse. Lord, you know what we can bear. You put no more on us than we can bear. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I'm thankful that every, even the bad things that happen is open our eyes to you. Yeah, we get to know a little bit more about you, and we're thankful this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm grateful. Because you, you know, Many times with a loved one leaving here, whether they were good, bad, or ugly, it, it, it don't matter. It's your loved one, and you love them. And you'll think back on some things. Last Thanksgiving, we was all together. I had him and his daddy laughing. <laughs> and took a picture. And you know how you say cheese? Well, when we got ready to take the picture, I got ready to take it. I didn't say cheese. I said something that, oh, boy, you could see him just laughing in the picture. 
great memory. They told me as long as you remember, you keep them alive. Because you remember when, when they were here, they were alive, and what they did, it was live. Yeah. So we thank him this morning and thank God for our family and those that are saved in the family and professing and possessing. <laughs> I better say that, too. So we are grateful unto Almighty God today. Yeah, he's on our side. So look, we're going to one more song of the morning, a request here. And uh, when we come back, uh, we're coming back with our morning scripture. Thank you, Jesus. Jazz up. 
I love it. I love it. Yeah. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. Because that's the way we got to be with God. We must remain humble. Even with man, remain humble. No need to get upset and blah, blah, blah. uh-uh. I want to remain humble. Yeah, because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, so I'm going to go through his way. Yeah, I'm going to let him lead and guide. Hallelujah. And it's already all right this morning. Amen goes right there. Thank you, Jesus. So, look, we're looking at Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 3, and we're going to look at verses uh, 1 through 4, maybe. And we may go down a little further. But listen, to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. I'm going to say that again. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1 says this, to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, which means to me whatever is going on, the time is for it. To everything there's a season. I, I, I may have on the job, I may be getting good reports, good reports for the next six months. And then all of a sudden, I don't hear nothing about I'm doing so good. The season is up. Because I've been going, going, doing, doing, doing six months. I'm tired. So I'm coming in a little bit less than I usually come in. The season is over. Sometimes in a season uh, we can get money. Money can be flowing. The richness of God can be flowing. Money, health, everything we feel we need and want. We, our ministry is growing inside of us. I, I'm not talking about a ministry where you up in the pulpit or in a building or you out in the street evangelizing what I'm talking about is a season of your ministry inside of you, the ministry to grow in God, the ministry to get closer to him, the ministry of obeying him more. There's a season even to that. And a time to every purpose that you have going on under the heavens, that means in the earth. Verse 2 says, a time to be born. We was born twice. I was born in the natural, and then I was born in the spirit. But it was a time for both of us. February 27, 1957 was the first time. The second time, September 29, 1993, I was spiritually born again. And a time to die. We're going to leave here. And even in this, it, 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 it's a time to die to your flesh. Yes, it is. It, it, it's time to die to our flesh. Sometimes we want to straighten people out. We want to tell them something. That flesh got to die to that. Humble is the way. We got to tell God about it. We don't fight our own battles. The songwriter said, I must tell Jesus. 
all about my problem. I cannot bear these burdens alone. I'm putting words in there now. I must tell Jesus. I must tell Jesus. Jesus will help me. Jesus alone. Yeah. See, it's a time for everything. I, I, I know this is coming up and that is coming up. No need of me to get flustered over it because there's a time for it to take place. And I'm going to die in my flesh so that my spirit man can lead and guide me. Well, by the way, he's in the all truth. He's leading me into He's leading me into what's real, reality. Not talk, what I think it could be. I, 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 I'm leading to my own understanding. I'm wise in my own. No, no. I'm dying to my flesh. And so he's leading me. And it's a time to die naturally, physically, where they have to bury us. Sometimes people cremate. A time to plant. A time to plant, even in the spirit, a time to plant. You're going to run across people that you will plant the seed of God in them by witnessing the goodness of the Lord to them, by talking to them, explaining salvation, explaining what's needed, what God is looking for, what he said in his word. We're planting. Spiritually, we want to plant daily in our children, even in grown children, we want to plant. That's what they know me for. My younger son came uh, up yesterday while I was out with my family, and he heard me talking about the Lord, and every time he heard that, he would look at me. Yeah. He would look at me. He know his mama. I can't help it. I can't stand around not and have a conversation about everything but Almighty God that have all the power. Now, I joked around a little bit, laughed a little bit. Yeah, I did that because that's me. But you better know when it comes to the things of God, I'm more serious than a heart attack and a train wreck at the same time. Honey, that's serious. Yeah, a time to plant. Even gardens, God told me, I think it's six years, Brother Louis, you let the land rest. But then there'll come a time to plant after your land has rested. I believe this was for farmers or people that, you know, plant a garden so they have fresh vegetables. And a time to pluck up that which is planted. Oh, look at this here. A time to pluck up that which is planted. Now, we can take that several ways. We can take that as the teachings of God. pull you up and pull you closer to him. And we take it as, oh, these cabbage ready. I can go ahead and cut them and take them out. Uh, oh, look at this. Whatever you planted, I can pull it up from the root, shake it out, cut it, wash it. It becomes a good vegetable to, to steam and eat or a boil and eat or bake and eat, whatever it is. But I have to pluck it up because I planted it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 3 says, a time to kill even. 
Now, he don't mean killing man because he said, thou shalt not kill. But in some cases, to protect yourself, you might have to kill. Back in those days, and back, way back, we killed for food. That's the only way you were going to have a chicken or a, a roast beef or a steak or a ham or that's the only way you were going to have it. You had to kill. You had to go out and butcher something. Yeah. Or kill it and then butcher it up, you know. But a time to kill. And a time to kill the evil in us. It's a time to kill your flesh so you don't lean to it. But you lean into your spirit, man, which is the spirit of Almighty God. He gave us his spirit. And we choose. And it leads and guides us into all truth. So we got to kill the natural thoughts of man. Not, not the flesh, you know, not your body. Of course not. But you kill your natural thoughts. Yeah. Because the natural man do things much different than God. If you get angry, the natural man said, well, let him have it. Tell them how you really feel about it and just how angry you are over it. You hear people cussing people out, threatening people. Yeah. But for the believer, the saints of God, the Christians, the people of God, the followers of God, it's time right now to kill our flesh, to bring this flesh under subjection. The natural thoughts of man that's against God, that's not thinking the way God has written his word for us to apply to our everyday life. I said everyday life. We must apply the word of God. That's a time to kill all of that. On the job, you see something that you can steal and get away with it. Uh-uh. We got to kill it. Kill the very thought. Income tax time. I'm buying children from other people. I'm cheating on my taxes. We got to kill the very thought that's against God. He said, render to Caesar what's Caesar and render to God what's God. And then he come back here and he says, and a time to heal. <laughs> it's a time to heal. It comes a time to put all the negative warring thoughts in your mind Put them down. Kill them. Kill the natural thought of that and let God heal you. You can't heal yourself. God heals you. We go to the preacher. We go to counseling. And we want to be healed. That's why we're coming over here talking to you. We want answers. We want to do better. We want to have a more clear picture. We want clarity. And then look what he said. A time to break down. What? Yeah. He gave us all of this. Emotions and everything. A time to break down. Natural and spiritually here. Because when you hear the bad news of a loved one, you may not scream and yell. You may not even shed a tear. But it's a breakdown in you. You, you done lost a family member. Again, you done lost somebody you won't see at Thanksgiving, Christmas, their birthday. And I know he was he, he was going to ask me the, the bacon salad because his daddy got what he wanted for his birthday. 
<laughs> His daddy wanted banana pudding. And see, in the family, a lot of times they go to the older person for the good stuff. When they want to do what's right, they come to the older person. They don't just go to anybody. He was the daddy was telling me yesterday about his son. He was, I wish I would have been there because I was going over to help him <clears throat> to clean up uh, a, a new place. If I would have been there, this would. I said, no, you wouldn't. Have. No, yes, it would have. Every time they say, oh, yes, it would have. You, you, you don't have God timing. You, you don't know how. You think God woke up this morning and said, uh, oh, I don't know what's going to happen today. He don't wake up. He don't sleep. He don't slumber. His eyes are in every place. He knows what's going on in the world, y'all. So a time to break down. Even in us, in the ministry inside of us, it's a time to break it down. Lord, let me sit back. I'm not going to get up this morning. I'm going to just sit back and observe. Or when the weekend comes, Lord, I'm not going out this Saturday and witness. I'm I'm, I'm waiting on you. I need to talk to you about me, and I need you to talk to me about me because I need to come up in you. Father God, I need to do better. I, I, I need you to fix me. Fix my heart. And regulate my mind. And Lord, in this self-inventory of what I'm seeing, I, I, I need you to help me, God. That when this thing come back around, it don't find me in the same place. But that the house has been swept. And I refuse to let anything that's not like you back in it. So a time to break down. And a time to build up. When we do that seriously, we tear down that old house and we're building up the new one. We're getting strength from God more to walk more closely to him. Yeah. Verse 4 says, a time to weep and a time to laugh and a time to mourn and a time to dance. He give us seasons. And it give us time in the season to do things. A time to weep. A baby born, a lot of us cry because we don't know what is going to become of the baby. We don't know what has been brought into the world. Oh, we love babies. Yes. Soft, smooth, fat cheeks and big little thighs and legs and some of them have the prettiest hair and eyes and little lips. They ready for formula. Yeah, a time to weep, though. So we weep over them. Sometimes it's some hurting things that happen to us. Sometimes they pull the plug on us on the job. We ain't ready to go. I'm making this money and I. I got my situation under control. I'm living my best life and, you know, a couple of more months and I'm going to be debt free. A couple of more months, this going to be paid off. And sometimes they pull the plug on us and we weep. They said, Jesus wept. 
They told him it was concerning Lazarus, but he wept. A time to laugh. <laughs> Every day for me, I get the time allotted to me to laugh. Because we talked about laughter is like a medication. It's like medicine. Yeah. So a time to laugh. We come together as a family. We may be having a barbecue or a family function and uh, we're talking about things that happened in the past that was funny in our family. Sometimes we keep repeating things about a certain family member, you know, that they said or that they did it that was funny to even them and everybody, a time to laugh. I've laughed on the job. There was something come up that was funny. Yeah. A time to mourn. You're a lot of time to mourn. God gave us all these emotions. He has blessed us. We mourn naturally and we mourn in the spirit. A lot of days I mourn because of what I see. I mourn because of what I hear preacher teaching the people and it's far from the truth. A lot of times they teaching you that you can do it yourself. I teach you to look to the hills from which cometh your help. All of your help comes from the Lord. I teach you not to lean to your own understanding, according to Proverbs chapter five, chapter three, verses five through seven. They always get to six and stop, but we need to go on to verse seven. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. A time to mourn. We mourn when a loved one is gone. We lose a loved one uh, uh, after the funeral. Many times we still in mourning. Same thing in God. Sometimes you see folk done backslid. They done stepped back out of God. And they're doing their own thing. It's a time to mourn. If you look at first and second Samuel back in there, he says, Saul, how long, I mean, Samuel, how long are you going to mourn for Saul? Get up, in other words, and get yourself together and go do what I told you to do and stop mourning for Saul. I done made my mind up. I said what I meant, and I meant what I said, and I'm done. One time he asked me, how long are you going to mourn for these people? Get up. Go do what I told you to do. I, I made my decision concerning them, and I'm not changing my mind. I had to leave that alone. I didn't even know it, but after the press stopped, years later, I found out all kind of stuff was falling apart. These church folks, what we like to call our church members, and I used to lay the prayer down, you better hear it, because I loved them. I loved that church. Yeah. A time to laugh, a time to mourn, and a time to dance. What you say? A time to dance? Yeah. Now, I may not can butterfly. I may not can, uh, what all this other stuff, cabbage patching, and they got a bunch of stuff going on now. I don't even care to know about it. But a time to dance, a time to rejoice, a time to be happy, a time to dance before the Lord. I can't go to church and just sit there dead. <laughs> he, he's been too good to me. He's done too much for me. He's done too much in me 
and through me. I can't just sit back. I like to move my feet before him. I like to give him praise in the dance. Give him worship in the dance. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. If you look on down, you're going to find some other times. And I'm going to just read this and then I'm going to get back and talk about the topic more. But a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Yeah, a time to get and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to rend and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. What prophets has he that worketh in that wherein he labored? I've seen the travail which God has given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He has made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. We don't know all we, we need to know about God, or I, I should say want, not need. But we don't know all we really want to know about him. I've heard people ask me before, well, before God said, let there be light, what was going on? Before he decided to make man, what was going on? Before he decided to make the earth, what was I don't know. And if I'm honest with you, now that I got to know him, right where I picked up from with him, that, that's good for me. What was before, I, I don't need it. There's not an opportunity back there, way back there for me to witness. There's not an opportunity back there in the natural me to lift God up. But I can worship him and praise him for what he's done even before my time, even what I don't know. Because if you know the little bit that you know about God, you know he's good. Oh, I'm going to run right there. He's good. And he's forever. And he's going to be forever good. He's going to be forever holy. He changes not. So whatever went on before me, I tell him, thank you for it. And Lord, I thank you for saving me. I thank you for my time, my era. Because this is what I'm in that I can feel, touch, and know. Some things I can't feel and touch, but I just know. Hallelujah. And it just should live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. I'm good this morning. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I wanted to go back and talk about all we can do is try. And that was even in Ecclesiastes, uh, 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 verse 3, chapters 1 through 4. That, that, that was even in that, and the rest of the scriptures that I read. All we can do is try. Thank you, Brother Lewis, for posting the script. And I didn't see this one, but. Psalms 144 and 1 says, Bless he, I mean, bless be the Lord my strength, which 
which teaches my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Look, all we can do is what he said. We can't undo nothing. We can't change nothing. A lot of us have family members that are not in the same places where we are in Jesus. And we want them to be saved, but they haven't received yet. And until they are willing to come to God and say, I do, that's not a lot we can do. Other than to pray, trust God, minister this to them when we can. And then it comes to a point of this, where after you've ministered so long, sometimes they get angry with you, but, but keep coming because the light shines in darkness. And when the light shines, it show up the dirt. So sometimes we done ministered, we done told them what God said, we done told them what the scripture said, we let go. We leave it alone now. You heard about the time in Ecclesiastes. It's a time to let go. Pray for them and keep it moving. Because a lot of times if we keep coming, keep coming, they decide, I don't want that. Because they just won't let it go. I don't want to see them. They're going to make me turn all the way from God. I'm just telling you the truth. So we have to be careful and do things in a timely fashion if we can. If we can. In step. The race is not given to the swift, not the strong, but the ones that endure until the end. And if we truly believe God, when we witness, we leave it alone. We don't go back checking on it to see if they're going to church. Uh, we don't go back and see if they're still clubbing. No. If we truly believe God, his word won't return void. Yeah. It's going to do what he set out for it to do. So we witness and we let it go. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, yeah, because there's some preachers. And many of our families and people say, well, if they so holy and all of that. Why they didn't bring June bug on in? He couldn't bring June bug in. The choice was June bug. It wasn't the preacher in your family choice. And it's not that the preachers in your family wasn't praying. June bug had a decision to make. And according to his decision, whatever happened, happened. Yeah. All right, we're moving a little further. I'm going to this one this morning. It's a special request. They said they need it. <laughs> but look, when we come back, the studio is open, and we are talking about all we can do is try. We're talking about all we can do is try. You may have a family member you've been trying with for years, a co-worker, a friend, an ex-husband, ex-wife, an ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, a niece, a nephew, a child, somebody. You've been trying. That's all you can do. And we're trying for the lost. We try for the unsaved. We try for the non-believers. And see, those of us that say we got Jesus, you know, we run to the same building every week at the same time. But if you truly got Jesus, you would run out. The pastor would be running out there with you on Sundays. The only way y'all at the church is to receive the newcomers. They call them new converts. They've been converted. 
or they got saved on the spot. God filled them right there on the spot. The only way they say we want to become members of this household of faith. And there's a few of them. So we come in there, open the doors of the church. We have church service, and we welcome our new brothers and sisters into the Lord. But other times, Saturday and Sunday, we out witnessing to see if we can bring the lost to be found. Anybody remember Amazing Grace? How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. So look, if we out doing the will of God, we out doing the work of God. We're not talking about our ministries, our church. We're talking about Jesus. We're talking about how God so loved the world. He sent his only begotten son that whoever believed on him won't perish but have everlasting life. Then the song may come up. Come to Jesus, come to Jesus, come to Jesus just now. Yes, that may come up. Another one may come up, and it's this. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. Oh, I love that kind of carrying on right there. I get lost in it. Yeah, just as I am. The other one was come to Jesus. I'm glad I was able to come to him right then in that moment that I came to the Savior. He didn't cast me out. He didn't take me back and show me all my sins and slap me. He didn't take me back and show me all my sins and say, I can't do nothing with you. I can't use you. You're a sinner, and you can never change. You done did so much wrong. I can't. Now, when I went to him, he in no wise cast me out. Matter of fact, heaven rejoiced when I came. Heaven, the holy place, rejoiced when I came to God. Yeah. You remember those songs? <laughs> I love them. I still love them. Yeah. They, I, a lot of times they use them as altar call songs. Yeah. When you come into the altar to receive and ask God to come into your heart and live forever, then right there they sing these songs and it's moving. It, it's spirit moving. Oh, yes, it is. And I, I'm grateful unto him. So, look, let me go to this request. When we come back, the studio is open. Y'all come over here and talk to me about all we can do is try. Y'all come and tell me about some instance y'all tried to win a soul for the Lord. Come and tell me about somebody you talked to about God. They said it was an atheist. Or they may not. Tell me about the time when they actually stepped out and said, I want him. What must I do to be saved? Oh, yeah, like the day of Pentecost. Hallelujah. Let me go to this one. I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through, all right? Look at somebody and say, I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through. No, you said it to the wrong person. Grab the person behind you and tell them, say, hey, you. I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through. Come on, Uncle Mr.
Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. All we can do is try. That's all we can do for the laws, the unbelievers, yeah, the atheists. All we can do is try. No need for us to get upset or flustered when they don't receive God, when they don't receive his word, when they don't believe in his word. Because a lot of times we go and encounter all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't want to hear about God. When it's like that, I move on. But I walk away quoting a scripture. You heard the word now, and it, it won't return void, back void. It won't return back void. It may be 10 years before you receive. But I planted a seed. And in this case, I don't have to pluck it up. God, God plucks it up. Yeah, at the right, his, his perfect timing. Because he, he know what we need, when we need it. He know how we can receive it and how we won't receive. He know all of that. Now, if I had been in the church all them years, serving and, and, and this and that and the word coming forth, but I'm not living nothing. How much the more? The perfect timing of God come into play. Now, when the time was right, I couldn't receive. There was no church service going on. I was in my bedroom, but yet I received right there from him. The timing was right. He knew when I would, and he knew when I would ignore and not. Yes, he knew. So I just couldn't help myself. I came to him when he drew me. Yeah. Somebody had been lifting him up on my behalf so he could draw, and he drew me. Yeah. Looking at my situation, you would say, oh, no, she ain't never coming to God. Oh, no, no. That one with that cut, oh, no, no. Y'all could forget that. She ain't coming to nobody, not no God. She going to die and go to hell. Now, that's what it looked like. But he had perfect timing for me. And he drew me in his perfect timing. Hallelujah, and I'm thankful. Ooh, that means everything to me right there, that he drew me in his perfect timing. Because guess what? Once I got him, and once I began to pick up my cross and follow him, I no longer had to deal with things alone and by myself. Now I got a risen Savior that have all power. So that which I can't do, I go to him. And some things I can do, but I get permission. Make sure I'm in his perfect will. I know many probably heard the, 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 the uh, perfect will and his permissive will. Now, I want to be in that perfect. I don't want him just to permit me. I want to do this because it pleases him, and this is his will, not mine. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve, and he's for us. Yeah. So look, 
All we can do is try. It's a new way today. It's a new wave that has come and swept over the earth, the world. New age. These people are new to the world and what they knew growing up in the world and what they see. They they never saw this before. See, a lot of things we see today, we saw this before. So the new wave, new age people, they come and put a twist on things and think it's the baddest thing they ever, oh, oh. And it's the saddest, weakest thing I ever saw. They have no strength. And if you say something to them that's stronger than they are, they fall apart. They they, they want you to do what they want you to do. They want you to be partakers of what they want you to be partakers. And if you're not partakers of it, they get all upset and fall all apart. They want to kill you, sue you, or bring your name. Oh, my goodness, it's this weak. Because they can't stand strong. No way. The world has and continues to be evil. Anybody know that? Because, look, I know y'all see a lot of evil movies. Y'all see a lot of horror movies. They came out with these movies about dirty people, evil and dirty, and how they do evil and dirty things. And the more they brought these tight movies out, oh, the more the people wanted it. Oh, I got to get home. I got to watch Empire. Oh, I got to get home. I got to watch Temptations by Tyler Perry. Look at here. People couldn't get enough. What the girl name? Uh, J. Henderson, I think that's her name. Uh, her and uh, Terrence Howard was in this sitcom, I think it's called, every week. And I never watched it, but people would be telling me about it. Remember the stories back in the day they had just, oh boy, just one evil after another with the stories. And women couldn't get enough. Boy, they had to search for tomorrow. Boy, when them stories was going, their world was turning. The only light they had guiding them was back to them shows again. They died in life. Ooh, because there were evil deeds being done, and they couldn't get enough of the evil deeds being done on these shows, on these movies. Yeah. Yeah, soap opera, they called it. Yep. So look, they, they, they brought that TV out. It was at one point calling it television. Today it's a smart TV. And when I'm telling people can't get enough of the evil, Hollywood make more and more movies like that because it's on demand. And they started calling uh, uh, certain things like with cable on demand because people are requesting this. They demand it. Bring me more evil. 
bring me more evil. They don't even know they're saying evil. That's why I tell you, a lot of things we tell God without opening our mouth. And we open our mouth, we don't tell him the right words. But he hear what we say and he's looking at what we're doing. So they want more. The more they make movies and TVs about these evil ways of people and the super evil things people can and have done, they refuse to get enough of these kind of TV shows or behaviors in the world or movies. They refuse to get enough. We want more. We want more. We want more. Parents and children today are sad because of evil. Parents just let the kids have. And the reason they do it because they, they have it. They, they demanded more evil. And they think it's just something they're learning about. Sometimes it's just the, the excitement of seeing the ending of it or whatnot. I don't want to see any of that. I want to guard my eyes. I want to guard my ears. I want to guard my heart. I want to guard my thinking. Oh, yeah, them ears, I really want to guard them and them eyes. Because we come from a sinful nature. And if we hear certain things, see certain things, when we know anything, we caught up into it. We doing it. But those that are still in the world, and what we mean by that, unsaved, haven't received Jesus as their Lord and Savior. We don't want to get caught up into what they caught up into. We're the people of God. We, we live in different. And just because you're not having a big party every weekend, or, or you're not smoking weed, or cussing, or, or smoking cigarettes, or drinking liquor, let me tell you something. That don't mean nothing. We got to live the word. We got to apply the word of God to our everyday life. He went to the wedding and turned the water into wine. He didn't overdrink, but sometimes we do. But he ain't got no problem with you having a drink of wine. He sure don't. As long as you don't overdo it. I think if you do anything in moderation, if it pleases the Lord, it's fine. But it's when you're going overboard. If you got to take all your house note money and every dime you make to the racetrack, you need to stay out of there. That's not for you. Uh-uh. You're playing too many lottery tickets. Sometimes you do things for fun. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people, when they play lottery tickets and all this stuff, dog tracking and horse racing and all of this and whatever else is out there, they're doing it to win money. they dead serious. But some things God put in place for recreation. Well, it's just to taste it and have a nice time and go on. We can have a glass of wine, a couple of glasses of wine with our meal. But we want the whole bottle and one more bottle, please. That's not what he, that's not what he wants for us. See, the world has become wickeder and wiser, and they found ways to do things. They found out things about God. Oh, if we do this, he won't do that. 
And they're not looking for the good. They're looking for the good time. They're not looking to do for your God. They're looking for God to do for them. And any of my evil I do overlook it. No repentance, no I'm sorry, none of that. Just overlook what I do and keep blessing me. Keep that money coming in. Uh, keep me in this house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. Keep me in the nice cars. Not thinking about nobody else. Nobody else. We don't want people to have more than we got. Oh, we'll get mad about that thing. But Lord, you gave them a big house. You give me a three-bedroom. They're over there living in a five-bedroom. So what? You don't need a five. You ain't keeping that little three up you got written. Okay, then, Barbara. Yeah. So, look, the studio is open again. If there's anyone have something they would like to say, please feel free to come in and share with us. Because we're talking about all we can do is try. We're still talking about that. Tell me about a situation that you had where you tried to minister and couldn't. Tell me about a, a, a soul you won for the Lord. Uh, tell me about your ministry inside. God used it on the outside to bless somebody. Yeah, because all we can do is try. Try to get the non-believer, try to get the uh, unsaved to come to God. Before it's too late. That, that's that's the big part of this. Before it's too late. Because some people feel, well, I'm going to try that next Sunday. Next Sunday when they have altar call, I'm going to go to the altar. Now, you should have went last Sunday while you was there. Last Sunday gone, yesterday is gone, tomorrow is not promised to you. Yeah. And so sometimes people share uh, a show with the unsaved and their family or you know, somebody on a job who's been, you know, peeping at God. They ain't really coming, but they peeping. And when they get the right thing said to them, then they'll come on in. They feel it. So some people use it on a job, and, it, you know, it has worked for them. They want a soul. So we thank God for that. And that's where the church got to get back to winning souls, not entertaining people, so that we'll have more members and get more tithes and offerings and uh, have a way that we can, like a business that we can conduct to know how much money coming into the church because we want to build a, a bigger church. And the contractor said, well, if you can prove to me this money going to be there, I'll be here for you. So they put their ATM in there. They treat it like a business. They get all the members, and everybody need to give a W-2 and, and and show them what it, how much they making, and they need to know how much the tithe is going to be every week and every month that they can prove to the contractor. They're able, oh, it's just, it, it, look here, that, that is not God. When we go back in the book at the first church, when we go back to the first church that we heard about overnight, They weren't talking about no money. They weren't talking about if you don't have the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy, you're not saved and you're not believing in God. 
No, they didn't have that mentality. There was no charge for nothing. People didn't have a whole lot of money. Them people, they did not have a whole lot, but what they had, they were willing to share. I don't even think they had no church buildings. And there were synagogues of them folks, the scribes and Pharisees and Sadducees. Yeah, they was there, but the church, uh-uh. We didn't have no building yet. They went from house to house. And when they got there, they got on one accord in the house or something. They wanted the Spirit of God to come, and then they want others to hear the gospel and be saved. It wasn't about no politics, money. I just seen a thing on LinkedIn and blessed me so good. It wasn't about who got the biggest, baddest church, who got the biggest, baddest uh, TV ministry, who wrote the on-point books. But see, a lot of times we follow these people and they're not following God. Help me, Barbara. Talk of my wondrous works and make known my deeds among the people. Tell the people the truth. Back then, they were just glad to receive the word, the instructions of God. They were just willing and happy to follow Jesus, and then sometimes they had trouble with that. Even the, the disciples, the 12 that he chose from now, I mean, every now and then they had some problems in their life because who's going to be first in the kingdom? Where that come from? What you worried about, who's going to be first in the kingdom? You got a son. Just be glad you made it to the kingdom, I say. I don't want to have them kind of thoughts. When I get to heaven, Lord, will I have more diamonds than anybody else? Are you a fool? You got to be. What you worrying about a diamond for? Now, I know he promised some things, and I'm looking at his promises. But I'm not I, I'm not banking on I'm having more diamonds than anybody else and how bright my diamonds going to shine. No, that's crazy. I know I like big diamonds, big emeralds, big rubies. I like that. I'm from the South. I like a lot of gold. I'm from the South. But he already told me what he was giving me. So I ain't got to be talking about that to people. Well, you know, I'm going back with him because I want all them crowns. I want all my diamonds. I want more than the streets of gold. That's some kind of nonsense. You hear me? If that's all we're going for, we may as well just stay right there. Just, just stay on in the devil. Just, just stay on in your flesh. Because that's what that is talking. But I believe when I get there, there will yet be a work for me to do. I love working unto him. So there has got to be a work there. For me to do. Yeah, I want to sit down at his feet and talk to him face to face. Hardly. He just teach me. I like all that kind of thing. I, I, I thank God that in the mansion I can hear the heavenly choir, a choir that he put together. He allowed to come together. Songs like we never heard before, songs of Zion. You never heard this kind. Sometimes I have imagined I could hear Timothy Wright singing there. Hey, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Hey, thank you. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ah, uh, yeah. I might get that Bishop White breakout. Yeah, Mercy Me may sing up. Uh, I can only imagine uh, a different song, a different song, because we don't have to imagine no more. We already there. Uh, you know, and we, we we may not have to not keep breathing. We might want to hear, Lord, you're beautiful. We, we might be, as the world say, bumping that in our, our place. <laughs> uh, we might can uh, go with Luther Bond, the spirit fall down. We might can go with that. The words would be somewhat changed around. Because see, we won't be going through the same thing we're going through now. I, I, I won't need him in my home. He already there. I won't need him in my car. I don't have to drive no more. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, amen goes right there. Uh, we may not happen, you know, we may not hear Van Morrison uh, when God shines his light. But we might still hear a little bit of hiding place. That that might be a little bit in there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And I had a new song I was going to play this morning. And uh, some things come up, and I kind of got sidetracked a little bit, and I didn't remember to download the new song. But, hey, Brother D, I see you. I see you, man. <laughs> God bless you this morning, sir. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But uh, I will uh, have it ready for tomorrow morning because when I'm giving a request, I try to get them all in. And some I go back to, some you'll keep hearing because it's being requested. And so, and, and a lot of the requests, I really like myself. So I thank God. I thank God this morning. And a good morning to you, Sister Rita. God bless you this morning. All we can do, Sister Rita, is tell them about the goodness of it and let it go. Yeah, and it's all right. Good morning to you, Brother Anthony. God bless you this morning. And Sister Jerry, God bless you this morning. Sion, uh, my helper, God bless you this morning because she'll help me preach. Uh, uh, Terry K. Anderson says, y'all going to help me preach this, won't you? Well, y'all ain't got to worry about that. Sion going to help me preach it. Yeah, when I forget, she going to remember. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Good morning to you, Sister Dorothy Goodman. God bless you this morning. Thank God for you. Thank God for you. All right, Brother Anthony, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you, sir. How are you? Good morning, Mr. Barber. Good morning, everybody. I, 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 I'm in another in a central standard time right now, so, and I just got to this loading dock to get unloaded, and I've been here since uh, about 11.30 last night, and they just now get me into a door. If I can get this truck unloaded. But uh, uh, if, you, if you could give me a minute and then I'll go yeah. back in. Uh, but I did want to, you know, speak on what you were saying about, you know, testimony and testifying and uh, evangelizing, I would say. Okay. So give me yeah. one moment. It might get a little loud. but Well, no, I'm, I'm not going to mute your mic, but I'm going to go to one more song. And I'll 
let's see who we got here. All right, let's go to this one.
hallelujah, hallelujah. We need the spirit of God and allow him to lead us. We don't want our running to be in vain, our living to be in vain, our witness to be in vain. We want it to please God, our lives to please him daily. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, Brother Anthony, Brother Lewis, say, hey, Brother Anthony. Good morning, Brother Lewis. Uh, are you ready? Or you, you need a little more time. I'm ready. I'm ready now. I'm going to check in. Um, first of all, I got to give God thanks for life, having strength, keeping my right mind, allowing me to see another day i never seen before. I thank him for the activity of my limbs. I thank God for who he is to me, what he's doing, where he brought me from, where he's taking, taking me at. And I thank him for the breath that he breathed into my body another day to allow me to see another day. And I just give him all the glory, honor, and the praise, and uh, just thank God as well for this ministry, for you, Miss Barber, your obedience, and you continue to evangelize as you're doing right now on this blog, on the uh, blog talk, and, uh, you know, it's just blessing, and, you know, God just showing me some things, and, you know, showing me what he's put in me that I could do, you know, what I thought you know, I might not be able to do it, but, you know, I can. But I, I say that to say, you know, since I since I met uh, y'all, Miss Barbara, you know, just, you know, giving my life back to God when I was going through everything I was going through through uh, marriage and, you know, separation, you know, that was when God really, you know, draw me back to him, you know, and allowed me to go through some things because he already knew that I was coming back, you know, but he just let me get out there and play a little bit, you know, and I wouldn't say necessarily I was running, but, you know, I still was, you know, in the world, I guess you could say I put it like that. But I say that to say, you know, he brought me back, he drew me closer, and through everything I went through, I had a testimony to help people, not only me, but, you know, that testimony that I had for what I went through was able to help other people's even now you know and it grew me spiritually you know that i could be able to you know uh evangelize and win souls and uh you know just give my testimony to people that you know through what i tell them that i've been through that you know they can look at they they can look at what i've been through and see you know i will say my fruit you know and what i where i was at and where i come from you know and uh most of the people that know me, you know, I would have to tell you, you know, my story, but I know two guys, you know, will show his people and, you know, through your testimony as an individual, you know, as you speaking to others, you know, uh, I say real, recognize real. So people know, you know, uh, the sincerity in you, you know, when you out evangelizing, you know, and, you know, the, the love you show a person. But I say that again to say, you know, uh, through all that I went through, you know, in me going through it, I was giving testimonies. I was, I basically, I would say I was evangelizing, trying to win souls. I would say that, you know, because, you know, even through my friends, you know, and family members, you know, and, you know, everything that I went through, you know, God was peeling those layers off of me, you know, and he was doing it, you know, days by days, weeks by weeks, months by weeks. I meant months, and, you know, he's still peeling some off, so I ain't all the way there, but I'm trying to make it to get to that mark. And, uh, uh, 
I could say uh, this uh, is kind of uh, a situation, you know, even with my sister, and she didn't understand it. And I'm, I, I say it's kind of, in a way, it's kind of bad, but in a way, it ain't, you know. So, you know, then at one point in time, I was still, you know, smoking weed and everything, and you know, the Lord was dealing with me, you know, on that, and you know, he he got he got to a point where you know I just got tired. You know, I got sick and tired. You get to the point where you get sick and tired of continue to go through the same thing, same thing, and you know, uh, ended. Oh, uh, I had, I had, you know, uh, so much or uh, whatever, you know, product or however you want to say, it. and uh, you know, I, I have family members. I say, and when I say this part, you know, it kind of ain't a good thing, but you know, in it, you know. The person was able to see, you know, what I was going through and really uh, and kind of get an understanding and, you know, it shocked them. But uh, my sister, uh, you know, I had gave what I had to my sister. And I, I looked at it like this. I'd rather for me to give it to her than somebody on the street to put and they put something in it and it hurt them, you know. So I felt in a way, you know, even though it might have not been the right thing to do, I felt like I was, you know, helping her so no harm would come to her. I could say that. But in me doing that, you know, my sister, when I did it, she didn't understand what what I was doing, you know, when I gave her what I gave her, you know, and she, you know, she looked at me. And she was, you know, I I, I know my sister, you know, and she the type, you know, she bold, she going to say what she got to say and everything. And, you know, even at that time she was going through some things, you know, but, you know, in me doing it, you know, she was shocked, you know. But uh, just this just, just, uh, last year, well, this year, coming in this year, uh, my, my aunt passed away. And, me, you know, me, my sister, and uh, <clears throat> my uncle and my other family on my dad's side, you know, we was back in uh, D.C. And uh, was at one of my uh, cousin's house, well, one of his uh, work houses that he worked because he's an electrician. So he, you know, contractor, so he kind of moved around. But my sister uh, was telling, you know, telling them about it. And she never tell me about it. But just so happened, you know, with everything going on, she mentioned it. And, you know, and she was saying how, you know, she she was going through, you know, and she, she needed, you know, some finances, you know. And she was just saying how, you know, it shocked her for me to give her all I had and what I told her, the reason behind me giving it to her, you know, and in that, it was just, I would say, God worked in a mysterious way, and Lord forgive me if I'm wrong, but it, it blessed her and it was able to help her financially, I could say that, but it was a lot of stuff that I was dealing with in that situation, God broke that off of me, so he took me trying to be out here selling drugs, basically, and took that away from me, you know, and through that, it was a testimony. I gave a testimony, but that doing that not only helped my sister see the change in me, you know, and see that, you know, I was sincere about what I was doing and I was sincere about keeping my, you know, walk with God, you know, that I was willing to give up everything, you know, just because I didn't, it didn't sit right with me in my spirit, you know, I would say that. And then, you know, just <clears throat> another story, uh, you know, just uh, having a, I got a cousin, and he kind of going through some things, and, you know, with his 
with a marriage that he's in and everything. And you know, I just kind of encourage him and tell him, and you know, he experienced what I went through through mines, you know. And sometimes, you know, we warn people, we tell people stuff, and sometimes they don't receive it. Sometimes they do, you know. But I could say this, you know, with me speaking to him, with me talking to him, you know, and I, and what I told him, you know, at the end of the day, once you know some things didn't go you know, the way he thought it was going to go, you know, and when I told him what I told him, you know, he didn't really agree with it, you know. But then down the line, he was like, cuz, you know, you're right, man. You know, you told me before, you know, I did what I did, and, you know, I made that decision, and now I see, you know, what happened. So, you know, a lot of times, God will send somebody, you know, to you to warn you, you know, they say warning come before destruction, you know, and sometimes, you know, we don't, sometimes we take keys, sometimes we don't, you know, it is, I, I say that's life as a part of growing, you know, spiritually and then God, and then this weekend we had a, uh, the church minister that I go to in Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, we had an outreach ministry and we evangelized and we had a little cookout in, uh, what's it, uh, East East Ridge, and that's in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's uh, one of the projects, one of the many projects they have. And uh, we went out there, and, you know, we just praying for people, and we had some hot dogs and, you know, just trying to do God's will and, you know, try to win souls. And, you know, I, I feel that uh, we was very uh, uh, effective through God leading us and, you know, the time frame that we had and what we went out there to do and our attention you know, of doing what we did, you know, I, I, I just feel God was blessed about it with us doing it. And, you know, he got the honor, glory, and the praise. And uh, I just got to see, you know, a, a lot of people, you know, and see that struggle, you know, that even make me humble myself to not look down. And I ain't the type to look down on nobody because I know where I've been at. It's times I slept in my car, you know, and I have a, a mother that has a house, you know, but, you know, sometimes, you know, we got to go through things and endure, you know, and I'm, I was willing to do that. I was, I'm able to humble myself in that situation. But I say that to say, you know, just seeing that situation and knowing where I come from and being able to talk to them and be on their level and be like, hey, you know, you ain't the only one going through this. Things going to get better, you know. You just got to continue to, you know, seek God. And if you don't know God, you know, uh, come, to, come to know him. Come to find out about him. Come to, you know, find out what, you know, he could do if you grasp and hold on to his, his hand. So, you know, it was a blessing, and, you know, it was just, uh, <clears throat> I could just say, it would, it's just one of the, this one, I, I actually met a guy, and his name was uh, Carl Carl Lewis. So, I don't know, we might be related down the line, something like that, but, uh, you know, I could say that, 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 that was something that really caught my attention, you know, because, you know, in me praying for the, the guy, you know, praying for call, you know, I asked him, I was like, what's your name? And, you know, what's your last name? You know, I'll try to find out their name. So as I pray, you know, I can be more efficient in my prayer, you know, directly right to the person that I'm praying for. But um, <clears throat> also a lady, uh, her name was Anna, and she, I didn't get her last name. One of the other brothers, uh, Jeremy and uh, Brother Daniel, they prayed for uh, the lady. But she had uh, Parkinson's and you know, she, she you know, was going through and uh, kind of find out, you know, she's kind of in need of some things, you know, house material and stuff like that. So, you know, we 
prayed for her, and you know she sat down. She, well, she stood up for a while. Well, they prayed for her, and oh, uh, you know we anoint. Well, they the uh, prophetess and the apostle, you know, uh, they anointed her, and and uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, they prayed for her and everything, and you know she, she sat down there for a while and just you know hung out with us and everything, and you know that was a blessing to see that, and uh, just another thing that really touched my heart, you know. Uh, once we got done praying for her, she said that she had left, but she came back. And when she came back, you know, she, I guess she had a soda, a Coke, because she asked for it. She had a soda, and uh, she, I think she, I think she, because I recall her picking the soda up and leaving, but I guess it kind of slipped her mind, and she didn't really think of it, that she had a soda, but she came back looking for the soda. But uh, in that, you know, when her come, with her coming back, you know, she asked me, she was like, "Hey, do you have a Bible?" You know, so that let me know right then, you know, we was on tr- on point on what we did, you know, and you know that she received our prayers, you know, and what we was speaking to her, you know, so that just blessed me, you know, to see that, you know, and for her wanting to have a Bible, you know, the the read God's word to get, you know, to have a a better and a, a more uh, deeper relationship with them. So I just say that to say, you know, just got to continue to, you know, do God's will and, and trust God and, you know, be bold, I could say. And, you know, you see somebody, you know, if you could help them in any kind of way, help them. It might just be you telling them good morning or, you know, giving them a hug because I, I can say this, you know, they say try to be careful or, you know, hugging people and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I felt like, you know, I'm, I prayed up, you know, and, uh, you know, I have a relationship with God, and God says no weapon formed against me shall prosper, you know. So my genuine, I'm genuine with how I feel and the hoes that I gave them people that was hoes of genuine love. So, you know, I can say that I hadn't, I didn't have no wrong intentions in what I was doing, but I, my intentions were to, you know, to show them love as God showed them love. So, with me saying that, I, I just hope that bless somebody, to touch somebody's heart. You know, the job may go do the same. You know, Amen. 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 God bless you, brother Anthony, and uh, we thank God for that testimony this morning. And we know that God is able to see us through anything, anything. And sometimes uh, we may. Make the right choice, and sometimes we don't make the right choice, but God knows the very intent of our heart, and it's not for evil, but it really is for good. So we thank him this morning. We give him glory, honor, and praise, and uh, it took something to bring that kind of testimony out, and so we thank God that we're growing, yeah, and experiencing what's good in him. And we're trying to get it right with him. And uh, we want prayers. We don't want nobody talking about us. Or, you heard what he said he did? Oh, I know. Now, that, that's not what we're looking for. Hallelujah. We're yeah. looking for somebody to lift them hands and uh, tell God thank you. And keep it moving. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I thank God for the testimony this morning. And uh, I'm like you. Real, no real. Game, no game. And uh, when you step to people, they know if you're sincere or not. And your actions many times show people who you really are. 
Yeah, you can say what you want, but they see what you're doing and they say, nah, I don't want none of that. I thought, you know, I thought she was real, but she's slick. And that's not what we want as the people of God, Christians, believers, the saints of God. Now, we don't want people to see us as slick. We want us to see, want them to see our true heart for God. I'm here doing this because of him, not because of me. I want him to be glorified. I want you to look to him, not to me. I, I, I don't want you to be all that concerned about Jesus in the morning and freedom doors, but I want you to be concerned about the God in your life. Do you really have him? Are you really walking up right before him daily? Are you living this thing that you're hearing because it's a daily chore? Yeah, it's daily work that we do unto the Lord. Yeah, I'm I'm grateful uh, that I can work the streets. You know, I'm Kelly. I'm grateful that I can work it in his house, yeah, in the church, the physical building. You know, I can work at home. I can work anywhere. When I show up, my family know what I stand for. When I showed up yesterday, I heard uh, 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 one we call Vernia. I heard a say. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This and that. Because I showed up. Yeah. Like I said, I joked around a little bit, but I, I showed up. When I showed up, they knew, oh, yeah, she, she about the Lord. Yeah, because I'm about his business. You may have heard me say this before. I have a cousin in Atlanta. And I met her for the very first time. And we connected. But you know me, I got to tell about the goodness of the Lord. What do you do? And she told me some things that was going on in her life that she really didn't like. And she had had a baby out of wedlock. Uh, I think it was with a married man. And she 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 was sorry about that, you know. So, you know, I talked to her. Did you go to God and repent, you know? And because uh, sometimes we have to tell them children, we sorry too. Because we done brought them in here and messed them up the way we brought them. You know, why can't never see my daddy? Well, why my daddy name ain't on my birth certificate? You know, different things. But she told me this, and you know, I love that laughter. And I'm giving her the word, but I'm not telling her no scriptures. I'm not giving her uh, the bees and vows. I'm just talking. But it's, it's the word of God. It's the scripture. So she wrote me a letter. And gave me that letter. And she said, please don't read it now. But on your way back to Jacksonville, read this letter. On your way out, when you hit the freeway, the interstate, read this letter. I began to read that letter. And uh, she told me in the letter, she said, I never met nobody like you before. She said, you laugh and all of that. She said, but I've never met a person who has been so who is more serious about God and his business than you. Boy, that thing made me feel good. Because, see, I want people to see him in me, not me in me. But there's no good thing in my flesh. Barbara chapter 14, verses 8 through 10, that ain't, that's no good. We're looking for Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah, we're looking for them four Gospels that's going to get us somewhere in God. We're looking for Acts 2 and 38. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we're looking for the book of Acts when the day of Pentecost was fully come. 
They was all in one place at one time. And when they got on one accord, that promise that God had promised, he sent it back. He sent them, it says in Acts 2, that the Holy Ghost, that's what he sent. And we want to be about our father's business in this hour. I'm telling listen, this world is coming to an end. We know not a day, not an hour when God is returning. And we need to make our calling and election sure with him and, and, and daily prepare for his return all day if we can. Because I'm telling the Lord, I need to study more. I need to read your word more. I need to pray more. I need to turn from my wicked way. If you find anything in me that shouldn't be, Lord, take it out. You take it out. And Lord, replace it with you. Replace it with the things of you. All the things of you. Some things about God we may not like. Because it's going to change us. Yeah, you know, because it's things. See, we like Luther Mandros. I, I I love Luther. He used to sing a song that says, I love you back. And boy, that was my jam. And I hear it now. I, I, I remember the words I started singing, but guess what? The spirit tapped me on the shoulder and said, no, no, no. Because, see, I'm not in love in my, in my flesh. I'm in love in the spirit of God. And I want to walk according to the spirit as he lead and guide me. I want to be able to obey the spirit of God, not the spirit of Barbara. Because, again, there's no good thing in it. It'll kill me. It'll get me in trouble. But when I follow the spirit of God, it keeps me living. I'm alive and well and excited and happy. Yeah, that's what the spirit does for you. He, he, oh, he's just too great. To, oh, my goodness. Many mornings I come right here with absolutely nothing. This morning was one of them. I don't have nothing. He give it to me. He'll give it to me. And all during the day, somebody say, you know what? That word was for me today. God bless you. Thank you. We thank God. Because he know what the people need. I don't know what you need. And the only way I can tell you what he said, he have to speak it to me. And if God don't speak it to me, I can't give it to you. I can't pull a rabbit out of hats. That don't work. But if God say, tell God the good man. She has not seen her the best of her days yet. That's God's sister Doc, and that's exactly what he said. You have not seen the best of your days yet. One more thing he said this morning, let go. Let go, sister Doc. God got it. I don't care what it is, let it go. God got it. Because you have not seen the best of your days. Some things going to hurt us. Some things we're going to feel the devil is against it, which he is. But that's not why this test came. That's not why this trial came. The trial came to make us strong. The trial come to teach us a lesson. No matter what man do, woman do, the job do, anybody does, it, 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 it makes no difference because 
he's going to have the last word, and he's going to see us through this thing. This is something that had to come. And many times we don't know why we think it's the devil bringing it, but God is trying to bless something, and we in the way. You haven't seen the best of your days, Dr. Goodman. Hey, hey, glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you today, God. I thank you for your grace and your mercy. Oh, we thank you for your love this morning. Yeah, he loves us like that. And he don't always tell us his business. He don't always tell me, hey, Barbara, I'm doing this because of this. No, he don't have to. He did it. And I accept what he allowed and told him, thank you. The thing multiplied and blessed me beyond my wildest imagination. And it's all right today in Jesus' name. Yeah. And Pastor David, yeah, God got it this morning. God got it. He really does. Yeah. And he's seeing you through as I'm speaking. Yeah. I also saw money falling down around you. So when you think on this, Pastor David, if you lift your hands and Wherever you're at, if you can, and begin to praise him. Because the more you praise him, the quicker the blessing of finances is coming. It won't always be like this. I can hear that around you. God is perfecting that which concerning you. David, sooner or later, is working in your favor right now. Sooner, because God is turning it around for you in the name of Jesus today. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, thank you, Lord Jesus. I feel the spirit of the Lord moving right now, right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jerry. Lift your hands to the Lord if you can and just begin to tell him thank you today. He's turning it around for you. Yeah, some things had to go the way it had to go because God want to show you you. He want to show you your heart. Yeah. And according to your heart, you tell God what you need him to do in your heart. And it's already all right today, today, in Jesus' name. Everything that was promised, God is going to fulfill it. He might have promised it two years ago, 10 years ago, 50, but he's yet going to do it in his perfect timing, in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We bless your name today. We give you glory. We give you honor. And this morning, Father, you may not have given a specific word, hallelujah, to everyone in the studio. But, Lord, you know what they're standing in need of. And, God, you know what their heart's desires are. And we ask this morning that you would move for them in a mighty way. In the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we know you're able to move May the 1st, 2023. Lord, we ask that you would do it for them today. Lift every burden, lift every burden. And Lord, replace the burden with your goodness. In the name of Jesus, speak to their hearts and minds today. And let them know that God, if they keep their mind on you, you'll keep them in perfect peace. And that you're adding to them this morning. In the name of Jesus, or oh, thank you, Lord. Bless Sister Samoa. Bless my goddaughter, Laura, today. Move in a special way for them. Bring clarity, oh God. Show ministry and bring clarity in the name of Jesus. Or oh, touch and heal. In Jesus' name we ask. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Bless Brother Lou and Sherry over there. God moved for them <clears throat> in a special way this morning. May the 1st, 2023. You know the desires of Louis' heart and Sherry's heart. Lord, you know what they want. Lord, I ask that you would send physical energy their way like never before. Send spiritual energy their way today like never before, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Help them to know that, God, they are not going nowhere. You have them here for a purpose. And until the full purpose and plan is fulfilled, they will be here. But make things much easier. Make things much lighter for them. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hey, God. We thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you today. Thank you for hearing. Thank you for answering this morning, Father. We thank you. We give you glory. Hallelujah. The honor and the praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's none like him. Yeah, we can search all over, but Sean Mitchell taught me that. And we won't find nobody, nobody greater. Huh? Because he looks beyond fault and yet meet need. He said, listen, come, let us reason together. Even this, although your sins be as scarlet, I wash your white as snow. Yeah, come, let's talk about some things. Hallelujah. Not only that, he give heart desires. He know what you really want. In the natural and spiritual, he know already what you really want. And he want to do this for you. But he needs you to look to the hills from which come and be a help. And all of our help comes from the Lord. He made the heavens and the earth again this morning. He don't want us looking to us and how we can figure it out and plan for it and get it done. Let's let the Spirit of God lead us today. Yeah, from earth to heaven, let him lead us because he's leading and guiding us in the right path for his name's sake. And if his name is on it, honey, it's going to be perfect. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is what I went to Lake City for Saturday. I went to look at a church building. And it's a little small church, very cute, very cute. Everything in it new. And I could see the stumping. I could hear the foot stumping in there. Hallelujah. I could hear the hand clapping. Yeah. But sometimes we want things. We really want them. And the people was willing to take $50,000 off of the price. We really want this. But that's not what God has for us. Now, look, I went and looked at the building Saturday. Saturday afternoon, I got a phone call. Every year, uh, but the last, I think maybe the last four years, I, I haven't done uh, December 25th church service. I do a church service on Christmas Day. And it, it had grown, and I had got up there about 10 years, I think. And COVID came, and we cut it off. But listen, I got that phone call, and uh, she said, the building is free. <laughs> Get in touch with this person right here and talk to them. It's her dad. She told me to talk to her dad. Now, when I mention her name, it's going to perk his ears up because he know his daughter. He know me. He know me, though. So it'll be free to go down and have service. So I got to talk to him and see 
how that goes. But before I talk to him, I'm going to talk to my pastor, and then I got to pray. I've been praying and asking the Lord. And uh, because that little cute building in Lake City, I really want that. Oh, my goodness. And they had it decorated so all the chairs have these white covers on. I'm going to put the pictures on, on Facebook so my Facebook friends can see and sisters and brothers. But uh, they had it painted. There's a place out back where you can grill and serve food, you know. And I wouldn't want to go down and really sell plates of food, but I'd like to go down and, and grill and give plates of food, you know, do the size at home tear all that down, ice down, and, you know, give it out to bring the community together to meet me, to greet me, if God gives me this building. Yeah, because right after that, I got the free building. So I'm still, you know, talking to him about it, intercessors. I need y'all praying with me about it because I can't say just yet how this thing would go because I was talking to the Lord. I said, Pastorianship, Lord, I didn't hear nothing. I didn't hear a thing. And see, I just need me a place to praise him where people can come and be taught the truth. Because men are bound to them buildings, but the work is in the street. God saved you not to go to church every Sunday and participate, but he saved you to hit them streets because the harvest is plenteous and the labors are few. You got friends that you know, you know, do what you do or, 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 or what you used to do. And if you're not strong enough, he won't send you that way. He'll send you a whole nother way because the prophet is not honored in their own home or country. See, because people in Jacksonville still see me as when. I knew her when. Oh, she ain't changed. Oh, she said, honey, if you don't know, that's on you. But I know for myself I'm a new creature in Christ. I know for myself old things, slickness, hustling, uh, 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 beating a uh, uh, peep out of uh, no, no, no. All that is blown away, and God blew it so far away it can't come back. He killed that from the root. Ain't, ain't nothing down there that can bring that back. Uh, oh, thank you, Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. So we're thankful unto Him this morning. Is there anyone else? We still have twenty-eight minutes left. If not, I will pray us out this morning, and we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, you may have got a text from me, too. I want to make this clear. And if the text said, I was asking if you could support $50 a month, that was me. That was me, if you got that text. And if there's anybody want to join the bandwagon and want to support with $50 a month, yeah, not a week, but a month. I'm sorry. Yeah, feel free. Feel free. And uh, we're moving on from that. There are some things I would like for Jesus in the Morning a radio talk show to do. Some things are for families. Some things are for single parents. And uh, I would like to do these things. Uh, I'd like to have a weekly or monthly, if I can, meeting where people come, refreshments to serve, they come to hear what they can do, yeah, to make their households better. And these things, they cost money. You have to pay for stuff. You have to pay for a place for them to come in. You have to pay for the refreshments and this, that, and the other. 
And uh, sometimes I'd like to bring uh, certain pastors in that specialize in certain things for family so that they can build their families going in the right direction. You know, they can work and get some changes done for their children. I see sometimes you have to encourage people with what they call a stipend or a reward, I call it. You know, you might give a child uh, $10 if they complete this. Uh, you get 25 if you complete that. The parents, you get $50, 25 apiece if you complete this. Yeah, and so it's some things I want to do uh, to bring people and their families together and fix some things in the family because we've been going the wrong in the wrong direction. Now, all of these are not believers. And what I mean by that, all of these people, they believe, but they're not, you know, possessing. They're not walking the walk. They're not even talking the talk. They just believe that there is a God, but they don't have the ins and outs. And uh, bringing this together, it can help them in many ways. Again, the harvest is plenteous, but the labors are few. And we pray that the Lord of the harvest will send more labors. But we want to remember the labor that he called or chose us for. And in this hour, it's going to be a lot of left behind lost people. Uh, some people are going to uh, perish to death from hunger. They'll die because they don't have food. They don't know how to get none. What happened is when we teach about God and we teach about preparing you know, you may have to get some food that's going to last 30 years. You may have to build a shelter. You may have to get lanterns and water purifiers and different things. They don't know this because they don't know a famine is coming in the land. But when you teach and you train, you may have 500 people that you save. Hey, 2,000 came, but only 500 were saved. Well, that's 500 saved. Yeah, they received Christ. And they're walking in that way. And it, won't, and it may be like the first church. You know, we go from building to building, house to house. Yeah. But I want to do these things, and it takes some money. So I wanted to ask you if you could support me. And $50 a month from everybody, that will work just great. Yeah. And I went outside and asked some people, you know, who don't come to Jesus in the morning, but they may know of my work, I went to ask them as well. Because when I tell you uh, the two bills that Jesus in the morning really have is blog talk and uh, uh, the website, oh, and Microsoft. I think right now those are three bills that Jesus in the morning have, and I try to keep that to a limit, you know what I'm saying? Because uh, I want to continue here, and I want to continue to obey God. Lake City, Brother Louis, and the way she took me, I, I, I couldn't get back to the building. I, I probably could. Because, look, when I came out of there, I said, Lord, I don't know which way to go. Because they told me to use my GPS. But I don't really trust that a lot of times. And I didn't have a lot of gas. I had to stop and get some gas because... The way they took me down there, I burnt the tank of gas. And I said, coming back, I'm not going to burn a tank. 
go 10 uh, to Cassette Avenue or 10 to 295, bring me home. And I'm home in 58 minutes, sometimes less. Coming out of Lake City, it's an hour drive. But you know how your foot gets sometimes. But anyway, and I obey the laws of the land the best I can. But sometimes you have to pass tractor trailers and all of that and get on down the street. Uh, I prayed coming out of that. And I went, the street said Main Street. I made a left and went on down. And it had a cul-de-sac, like a roundabout. And I said, no, this looks like industrial. This not looking right. I turned around and was headed back up Main Street and saw the sign that pointed behind me to I-10. I turned around and I headed down I-10. Nicky was on the phone with me. Jerry was on the phone with me. I headed on down to I-10. Took east, went on where I saw the first spot to get gas. I jumped off, got my gas, got back up there, and came on home. Yeah, yeah. Well, I made another stop because I had to have some crab on Saturday. So I stopped over at the crab house and got me a tray, and they overdid it. I ate off it twice. They feel that they expensive now, very expensive. So maybe, you know, I mean, no, it won't. No, it won't. No, it won't. So God is faithful. I just saw something. But anyway, uh, y'all keep me lifted in prayer. Keep my family lifted in prayer. And keep this project lifted in prayer. And I really want that building in Lake City, so pray and, you know, ask the Lord to bless me with it. And uh, I still could go from that building to the free building, do service over there and do service over here. And in the middle, I could bring Jacksonville in and we all do it together. Yeah. And I want to bless these families because they need to know. Yeah. And like I said, sometimes you got to reward people to get them moving in the right direction, but it's worth it because their soul won't be lost, their children won't be lost, uh, they'll learn how to better manage their house and what's coming, they'll be better prepared for it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So listen, let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that has been done here today and said here today. Father, you know the very intent of our heart, and Lord, you know that we are after you and the things of you. And we want others to have what we have in you, a friend that sticks closer than a brother, a Lord and Savior, a good master. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So, Father, we ask that you would move this morning for the sake of people in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father, bless this faithful few this morning. I've seen some numbers I haven't seen in a long time. And for those that sit back, don't press the number one, but they listen faithfully every day. Father, and their motives are in the right place. We ask this morning that you would bless these special people. Some have been coming for years. They never show up in the studio, but they're faithful at coming to tune in to listen, to see what you have to church, have to say to them, the church. Do it for them, God. Bless in a mighty way. Bless those that come through the archives and, and the podcast, Lord. Move upon them in a mighty way. Bless, Lord, especially those seeking you with their whole heart. Move today in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. And, Father, as we depart this morning, 
We ask that you would bless our going out and our coming in. Meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your Son, Christ Jesus. Lord, we ask for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word today. Speak it to our hearts and minds in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you this morning. And we ask that you would do it again in the name of Jesus. Our going out, our coming in, our needs and wants in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We ask it all again in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent, one from another, in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves the cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today. May the 1st, 2023, in Jesus' name. And I speak finances upon each other. I speak finances. Money answers all things. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. And, Lord, we don't love it, but we enjoy what it does and what it can do. And so we thank you this morning. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. We're going to that last song of the morning. And uh, let's go with Mercy Me this morning. I can only imagine. Thank you, Jesus.
With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.